Welcome to Hindsight 3150. I'm Kinga. I'm Dana. And I'm Jacob. We are students at Brooklyn College, and this is a first episode of a short series on the origins, workings, and the persistence of fascism and fascist ideology. But we're not going to get into that today. Today we're going to discuss what it takes to make a good historical podcast, what we want to get out of it, and what we would like our listeners to get out of it. In preparation for this, we all listen to some podcasts, and yeah, we're hoping to incorporate some of these components into this production, huh? Professor Remy has noted that the podcasts are the new generation of radio talk shows. Therefore, if they are to be listened to, they should be relevant to the concerns and culture of our times. Obviously, they should be interesting, entertaining if possible, surprise us, enlighten us, and the speakers should be knowledgeable and articulate. Great puns, Jacob. You're holding us up to a pretty high standard (laughs) there, buddy. (laughs) Dana, so... That's good. So what are your key points? What did you get out of your podcast, the one that you listened to? Well, I listened to an entertainment podcast about the Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. So what I really got from it was podcasts need to be entertaining. Mm -hmm. They need to shine a light on something you didn't quite realize the first time around. And I agree. Yeah. Okay. And they can't just be somebody reading off a paper because it's Why like not? well cuz it's like when radio was like new and they would have those shows it wasn't just people talking the dialogue from the show you had like people making the noises you want to feel you like want to feel you're engaged a part of it almost yeah. yeah i hear you um i i agree and i think in in a higher end productions uh podcasts often use um, music and uh, background sounds that help um, listeners kind of feel engaged into the story and feel the story. Right. They help um, you to focus in on it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's hard just sitting and listening, especially it's not like a video, so the, mm-hmm. we can't throw up graphics, we can't throw up pictures. Yes. It's like there's no visual a lot of pressure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I listened to um, political podcast, Pod Save America, as one of them, and it's it's the same uh, components, conversation, like a loosely structured, what seems like unscripted. That doesn't mean unprepared, unscripted conversation um, that really pulls me in. That feels as if a group of good friends. Uh, are sitting at the table and exchanging ideas and bouncing them off of each other. Um, that 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 really engages my attention. Yeah, that's how I felt when I was listening to my podcast. It's like they're not they're these. It felt like conversations they would be having mm-hmm. regardless. And I feel like that's what made what made me so receptive to it as a listener. Absolutely, absolutely. What podcast did you listen to, Jacob? My encounter with podcasts actually began just yesterday with the podcast 1619, uh, produced by the New York Times, and it was narrated by Nicole Jones. Episode 2 was especially enlightening and surprising, and that's another factor which would make podcasts of value. Mm-hmm. Uh, as it explained, with the help of historian, how the modern techniques of American capitalism had their birth in the cotton as king uh, economy uh, 
created by American slaves in the 19th century. I never realized the significance of American slavery in the creation of uh, the main facets and factors of the American economy. Yeah, I think that is a great point. And I think a historical podcast especially, because history, we always interpreted history. So every generation will look back and see something different, something that previously maybe was there but was not really seen. So as you say, this is... That's you're right. That is actually why historians keep going back to old subjects and keep reinvestigating mm-hmm. them to see what new things can be there for a new generation. Absolutely. So I think we all agree that we um, historical podcast maybe should not be just the dates and what happened, but also how it is relevant today and how it perhaps affects our personal lives or as a country or as on a, on a broader scale. So some connecting the dots of what was and how it still can impact our lives today and it's still present today, it, it, it probably would be a good component of historical podcast. Yeah. 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 Well said. I think so. Uh. So anything else that, so we have, um, I think you've mentioned, Jacob, um, earlier in our conversations that being competent and accuracy is crucial. Yeah. Uh, why would you think uh, that would be crucial in a historical theme podcast? Uh, I, for the same reason that would be of uh, importance in when you're learning history. Accuracy is always uh, important so that you don't distort reality. Since you're bringing your own personality into uh, a historical discussion under any circumstances and you can't eliminate you, your, your inner being, therefore you should strive whenever possible to mm-hmm. be as accurate as possible so that there's a, as little distortion as possible. That's, I think that's crucial key, especially as you've mentioned, we all, you know, use a different word, but we have biases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's easy for biases sometimes to distort uh, certain things. So we're, we're not going to get rid of our biases, but making sure that we operate within the facts and yeah. um, of what actually happened and agreeing on the facts and perhaps... Maybe not agreeing on interpretation of the facts. But, but being aware of our biases. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, an awareness is, of ex- is very crucial to understanding uh, what we're doing. Especially if this is information that you're sharing. And if your bias is distorting the facts, then you're passing that ignorance on to someone else Absolutely. who might not double check that it's, information they just It's heard. more than ignorance. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. I agree. Um, any anything else that jumps out out of the from the podcast that we have listened that we think is uh, crucial for a podcast to be successful? Um, for me, it's what I like about conversa- conversational style. Um, of the podcast that I listen to, that they offer a certain level of intimacy and uh, they're very personal, um, which 
helps me feel as if I was part of the conversation. Um, and it's more engaging. Yeah, because when you're learning, you don't want to feel like you're being spoken down to. Yes. You know, because then it kind of, you know, mm. you, you know, you want to learn from somebody who isn't, and like, I don't know, disrespectful. In well, a you don't want it to be too way. pedantic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You don't want it, as you just said, uh, being talked down to. You don't want it to be uh, someone saying to you, hey, uh, you know, I've got a brain too. You want to be able to think that. Yeah, like they need this. I feel like with historical podcasts and like providing context for everything, it's important. Um, oh my God, all the words just <laughs> fell out of my head. Oh, that's okay. It happens to me all the time, Dana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about that. Right. Um, Yes, I, I do think so. I, I think that um, historical podcasts, as uh, we've tapped into, there, there has to, it has to be accurate. It has to be, um, uh, you know, we have to be aware of our biases, but we can make it fun as well. And I think by having conversation about these things, we can in, engage people in a way that perhaps uh, narration, it's not going to uh, engage them. So, yeah. and, and it has more of this, like, a personal feel as well. Um, yes, and what I personally am also looking forward to is really um, seeing certain trends like fascism that have uh, played tremendous part in our, uh, you know, global history. And sometimes we think about it as all gone, back in a day and and maybe seeing certain certain strands of it uh, resurfacing and and uh, certain um maybe techniques used by fascists used to use by fascist regime seen today in the politics and how that plays um into our daily lives and into a bigger picture global picture yeah what do you think about that <clears throat> I just think that uh, fascism, uh, which may have begun maybe a hundred years ago, uh, is still with us today, mm-hmm. and it is. Uh, and we thought that that frightening aspects of it disappeared, but it seems that uh, the resurgence of fascism, the obvious resurgence of fascism, uh, in the Western world, is just overwhelming right now. Absolutely, yeah, it's very overwhelming because, especially not. Everyone can even what even agree what a fascist is, mm-hmm. and I feel like fascism never—I don't want to say went out of style, but <laughs> never was it ever it in was, style. I guess it was fascism, <laughs> in, especially in the last decade or so, it just put on a it put on a better fi- a better face, better face. They're I think- doing the same things, but. They're going about it in a slightly different way, kind of hoping no one will notice. Well, yes. I noticed. <laughs> I think so we're all so many people have noticed, yes. I, we're noticing different things is the problem. Yes. So this is how uh, we just deviated from our uh, main focus of this podcast for today. Yeah. But this is how passionate we are about the subject. <laughs> so, um, Yes. And we're hoping that we'll be able to throw maybe some personal stories and anecdotes, if possible, that will connect into the subject we're going to be talking about and make it, a, you know, as as um, interesting 
and um, something that people could relate to. Right. And hopefully, as we can. a little lighthearted because fascism is a heavy topic. I think Dana, you just tapped into a really crucial point. Like, but you that's know, but isn't that what the point of the great dictator is all about? To mock all of these great uh, people. Uh, who, who mm. allegedly great people. Yes, allegedly great people. Uh -huh. um, yeah, but I think, you know, uh, for me personally, learning about fascism, Nazism has always been hard. It's always been quite painful as a little sensitive uh, creature. I think uh, this style of podcasting about it with conversation, with exchanging ideas, perhaps it will make it a little bit more digestible and yeah. more tolerable. So, hopefully. yeah, hopefully. We'll, 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 we'll see. Nothing is written in stone. And Except the Rosetta Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really written in stone? Well, that, that, that's stone. a terrible misnomer if it isn't. <laughs> is it that's when you order a Rosetta Stone, is that what you get in the... No. In the <laughs> <laughs> it's right, it's a stone and it has like Aramaic on it and like oh. ancient languages. And, oh, and, and it used to be Different. more than just the computer program. You see, it was perspective is everything. <laughs> My Rosetta Stone is a language learning computer program, yes? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I think, um, you know, maybe for today we could wrap it up and uh, kind of summarize what we think uh, are the keys for successful and uh, quite fun, if possible, historical podcast. Go ahead, Jacob. Okay. So what are the qualities that should apply to all podcasts? What is the prime characteristic of a history podcast? A history podcast that merely regurgitates what its listeners already know has little, if any, relevance. Although history narrates and analyzes events of the past, it is not solely of antiquarian concern. Historians continue to write new works about, say, the Civil War, although even the books of quality about that period would and do fill up many bookcases. A new book about the Civil War should not only contain new insights, maybe even some previously unknown facts, but be relevant to the new generation of history consumers because it allows its listeners to perceive events through a totally new lens, hopefully. Wow. It should connect the past to the still amorphous present, somehow giving some structure to the still inchoate events of our times which concern us puzzle us, and sometimes distress us. The true value of a great history podcast is when it recreates a piece of the past and shows that the past is frighteningly ever-present. Wow. That's Amen so to that. Eloquent. Wow. <laughs> Perfect. So, so I guess this is Hindsight 3150 signing off to our one listener. Be fair and balanced. <laughs> Please. <laughs> okay. So we're all done for the day. <laughs> <laughs>